Hey, soulmates, it's your girl, Claudia Jordan. It's Friday, and we are back with another episode of TGIF. Of course, we're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media that you're dying to hear us talk about. So sit back, relax, and get ready to sip this hot tea. Fellas, Al Reynolds, what's up, Al? What's going on, Claudia? How are you? Good, good. It was good seeing you yesterday. Yeah, I was in and out like a thief of night. Essence <laughs> brunch was everything. It was good to see you doing your thing on the carpet. It looked like you had it popping down there. Oh, we had so much fun. Yes, and please welcome Funky Dineva. What's up, Q? Um, what's, apparently I'm doing better than Al. Al, this sounds like somebody had a party in your throat. What's going oh, on? Oh, you know what? <laughs> Don't what's, start. Do not start this Friday with this nonsense, Q. What's going on over there? <laughs> I know. I got a throat. You sounded froggy. Mm-hmm. Are you okay, Al? I got a little cold, too, but damn. Yeah, I think it's, you know all around all these people like hanging out with all these people you know how it is oscar week it's like a hundred things going on you know fox soul press sends you to events then you have the carpet then you have the night events so <clears throat> i'm hoping i'm not getting a cold no yeah. gentleman no gentleman callers no gentleman callers cute yeah it's so cute <laughs> al been in la for one month oh you know how it is oscar <laughs> week it's just so you know the just how it is it's just tough <laughs> you know what? You know, I noticed two guys. We normally subconsciously coordinate. We look a, a color <laughs> thrown up against the wall mess today. I mean, <laughs> we all on different levels today. I, I don't really have many of my clothes up. I've been doing little trips to my new place and like making that happen. And the tile goes in tomorrow. I'm really excited. So when y'all come to Dallas, y'all can come. Check it out and come nice. see and hang out. Nice. I got a couple nice. bedrooms upstairs. Um, so yeah, I, I got like the leftover clothes here right now. But yeah, we do usually coordinate. What's going yeah. on? Mm-hmm. All right. All right, before we start the show, uh, me and I had the opportunity to attend the Essence Black Women in Hollywood Awards and we had a time. We kind of touched that in a little bit. Did you have a good time, Al? Did you have fun? And what was the highlight for you real quick? I'm going to tell you the highlight was it was scary. It was scary, y'all. It was like electrifying. I don't know how to explain it, but now I completely understand why all these women, Black women in Hollywood get together and call it Black woman magic or Black girl magic. I can't explain the feeling of that carpet the women. It was just insane. I can't wait to show everyone our, our package next week. Absolutely. And we'll definitely look forward to that. It was amazing. And the who's who of Black Hollywood was definitely in the building. And um, yeah, it was nice. They need a little more dress now on a salad, though. But it was it was still cool. We had a good time. <laughs> All right, so. What'd you say? They were stingy with the dressing. It was like a little drop. <laughs> a little dollar. <laughs> I hate that. You know, I know we, right? I mean, we know black, but we be like it like, man, just like a swim. All right. Yeah, Put some like ranch a- on it. But the event was beautiful. All right, y'all, let's get to the show. We have a lot to talk about. Tiger Woods' ex-girlfriend, Erica Herman, is not giving up without a fight and is suing the Legends Trust for $30 million after she was allegedly kicked out of their Florida home. The lawsuit was filed shortly after their split in October of 2022. Herman alleged in court documents that Woods and his agents unlawfully locked her out of their shared Florida home, and she has not been allowed to return since. She also notes that Woods' agents allegedly convinced her to pack a suitcase for a short vacation, and then when she arrived at the airport, they told her she had been locked out of her residence and that she was not allowed to return to the home. Now, Herman claims that she had an oral tenancy agreement with that, that gave her the right to reside in the Florida state for five more years. How do y'all feel about this story? And do you think Tiger Woods was out of line for allegedly kicking her out? Al, what do you think about that? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let me find out. Tiger Woods got a little bit of the gangster in him. But I tell you what, he wouldn't have blocked a black woman out of her house like that. <laughs> Telling her to go pack a bag to go on a vacation. And when you get to the airport, oh, by the way, you get evicted. Uh-uh, she would have gone straight back to that house, called the police, got them to show up and made a big deal about it. But I am liking, Claudia, how her and her lawyers are handling it because, you know, they dropped two golden eggs in this article one about that nda and two is about forty thousand dollars that's missing now we know uh tiger hates bad pr so he better get it together and settle with her out of court because we definitely don't want that woman talking because i feel like she's got a lot of good sleazy stuff to share with us forty thousand dollars missing from him or from her money from her money ain't nobody got it (laughs) listen he be going and getting waitress Damn. What he gonna do with her $40,000? <laughs> All right. Let me tell you something. T- Tiger, 
you know, we we tend to revoke Tiger Black card every now and again because he cobbling Asian or whatever. They <laughs> but he damn sure pulled a Tyrone move by getting this woman to pack her bag, dropping her off at the airport, and then telling her she can't go back home. I need some more details. I want to know where the ticket was, was for. Was it to Aruba? Like, was it to Kansas? I mean... <laughs> or was there not a ticket at all? And she, they, they were just like, we're going to leave you at the thing. But here's the other thing, too. Mama not dumb. Mama tried to get that NDA toe up because, see, in her mind, she thought that they was going to get married and she was going to live in the Everlap of luxury. Mm -hmm. And she said, forget that. If, if, if I can't stay with you forever, at least I can write a book. So I think that's probably why she wanted to get that NDA lifted so she can write a book and make her millions. And I'm here to tell you, we going to buy it. Why can't Tiger Woods just relax? Like it's always ends drastically and with a lot of drama. It's like this little nerd that we thought he was, you know, this good guy with this clean image. Those be the biggest freaks. Now, let me tell you something. I got some friends in Vegas that have golfed with Mr. Tiger Woods and the little nasty stories they told me about a girl. Al, are you drinking right now? Are you drinking coffee or is that tea? Tea. So, uh, there was something that he was referring. He called one of his girls his little coffee cup. Did I tell y'all that story before? Oh, no. But I can only imagine where this is going. Take it there. Let's go. What does that mean? Well, allegedly. He was oh, teabag. Talking about. No, where he deposits his cream. And, 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 and as big as the rim of a coffee cup. So anyways, Tiger Woods is a big old freak. I'll tell you more during the break because we mm -hmm. want this show to get picked up. Um, I will say this. It be the ones that look the most clean cut that have the filthiest side to them. It don't be the ones that you think. It be the ones that, oh, he seems like a nice man. I want my daughter to marry. Tiger Woods has screwed, allegedly, Perkins waitresses in the parking lot. No shade Ooh. to Perkins, but I'm saying you are a billionaire and you're screwing girls in the parking lot on their Wait, Perkins, Perkins say, how we get in this? <laughs> allegedly in the parking lot, they, there's been claims of that, like just screwing them outside. One girl just wanted some tires for her car because the winter storm was fast approaching. And all she wanted was some $800 tires and this billionaire couldn't bring himself to do it. And then he got put on blast. I don't feel bad for Tiger Woods. And yeah. all these women have one thing in common. Mm -hmm. Ain't not narrow would have been black. You know, mm -hmm. I thought you have it easy. I don't have a headache with the white girls and they just listen to me and they don't have no, <laughs> they're not gold diggers. They this sue you for eight. You you Yeah. Y'all think y'all have it easier with black I mean, the ones that shun away from black women, y'all think you have it easier with the white woman. Fall in love with who you fall in love with. But I this makes me chuckle. I wish I know I'm gonna make some tea during the break so I could <laughs> sip my little tea. That's why your hairline ain't ever gonna be great, Tiger Woods. You keep doing dirty to people. I'm just saying. Would y'all mess with Tiger Woods? No. Mm -mm. Yeah, so he got he got he got too many teeth in his mouth. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> you do got a lot of you know, like a mouthful yeah. of mm -mm. dominoes. Okay. A lot of zeros on his bank account, too. I know, but mm -mm. sometimes he the money like, can't get through it. He look like he smelled like fried rice down below iPad. <laughs> fried rice. Fried <laughs> rice down below iPad. <laughs> Cabbage. Okay. <laughs> hey, y'all, in uh, Driving While Black News, a federal jury awarded a black mother and her two daughters more than $8 million after local police officers detained them at a Starbucks in 2019. Now, the Nevada mother was driving her two daughters to California for college when they were stopped by two white deputies who were searching for suspects in a recent series of car thefts. Now, the mother was asked to show her identification, but refused to do so and was forcefully detained and handcuffed along with her daughters. According to the lawsuit, the trio suffered abrasions on their arms and wrists from the incident. Uh, what are your thoughts on this story? And do you think this family should have received more than $8 million? Q, let's go to you first. What do you think? They're just trying to get to college, get her girls to have a better life? But listen, I mean, $8 million is a great number. Listen, I don't been roughed up for free. Okay, so police officer people, if y'all want to pull me over 2-2-B-B, bitch, and let me get my real $8 million. I hate that this happened to them. Or whatever, but I, I do think eight million is just. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. When I read the story, I was like, "Damn, eight million is a lot just to have got hemmed up in a Starbucks." But I am glad that they got it, and I'm also glad that 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 these police departments are starting to get these huge, hefty, punitive damages against them because maybe it will incentivize some type of change in the culture if the department and the city keeps getting hit with these big lawsuits. So, um. 
Quiet as it's kept, Miss Girl, your daughters probably don't even have to finish college with them eight million damn dollars if y'all <laughs> invested right. So, you know, a mind is a terrible thing to waste, and so is money, but I'm happy they got it. There's been people been murdered that have been awarded, their feelings have been awarded one million dollars. So this is a right. quite a good uh, settlement. Uh, Shay's adventure, the comment says, get that money, honey. Know you're okay. right. And uh, Terivio says, run her the check out. Yes. What do you think about this? Is $8 million a good amount? Let me tell you, this was incredible. Actually, the jury did their job, and I'm so excited to read and hear about this. As you know, in this particular case, they found the officers not guilty in an internal investigation at the police uh, station, and they were also promoted their jobs, they were promoted. However, when she sued them, um, she was suing for $2 million. But the jury in the state of California, the jury can elect to pay you quadruple of what you're asking for if constitutional rights are violated. And they proved that her constitutional rights are violated. So instead of getting $2 million, the jury maxed her out with a quadruple payment of $8 million. So all the jurors did a great job. Congratulations. And we deserve a win like this in our community. The sad thing is, I think it does come from taxpayer money. So it's like, it's a win for her, right? But it's like the police department, they get, a, they do it and they're like, nothing, well, nothing like legally happens to them. It's irritating, right? Because they don't really pay. We actually pay. Kind of frustrating. All right, y'all. A few weeks ago, we showed a clip from uh, world-renowned racist Scott Adams. Oh, all his fans came was all of my DMs. He created the uh, controversy when he called Black Americans a hate group and told white people to get away from Black people. Well, in a recent interview on Cuomo, hey, Chris, the idiot shared that most of the outrage he received was from white people. Adams said, it's almost entirely white people that canceled me. Black America is actually completely fine, both conservative and liberal. If they see the context, Black people are contacting me and saying, come over to the barbecue, let's talk, and all these things. What are your thoughts on Scott's remarks? Al, do you think people are really inviting him to the barbecue? And would you? Let me, <clears throat> Let me tell you something. He is just disturbing. He's disgusting and he's degrading. He may, he knows exactly what he's doing. I watched that interview. He said that his intent was to cause disturbance, but he didn't plan on it being this big to where he would be canceled. Now, the fact that he continued this I'm going to call it hate speech, because what are you saying, Mr. Scott Adams, that the only time that we have deep conversations is at a barbecue? Why would you make that reference after you said you don't like black people? That I had a problem with. I, and let me tell you, that's not a real barbecue. You're going to get jumped if you go to any black person's barbecue with this nonsense you're talking he tried to be cute, like, and act like he got a black friend that told him, oh, I got invited to the bar. He heard someone say that about Gary Owen or somebody like that and thought he could just jump on that train. Q, what you think about this um, hot ass mess? You know, it's funny because when I was going over the story, y'all, I didn't know whether to get upset or just to let it roll off my back. And I think I'm going to lean towards getting upset because what you're doing right now is playing racial gymnastics. And for the life of me, I can't understand why you're getting a boner off of rattling people up like this, okay? You, you, you're lying about um, it's white people that canceled you. If you look at just our clip on our YouTube channel, baby, the white people lit our asses up about our comments. It was black people who were extremely upset about your opinions and, and what you had to say. And if he does say that black people are totally fine, I mean, there may be a little bit of credence to that. And that's because we probably don't, first of all, your, your Dilbert strip has been canceled in most of the damn national publications. And black people probably don't know who you are. wasn't paying your penis shaped head ass, no attention <laughs> in any anyway. damn way. You know what I'm saying? But all in all, this is just not the racial or political climate in this country for you to be playing with race like this, talking about you're trying to foster conversation. There's just much more creative ways that somebody of his intellect could have done that if that was his true intention. Mm -hmm. uh, Synchro, uh, Synchro 50 says Candace Owen was the only black person that DM'd him. Okay. Right. And uh, Justin <laughs> says, show up to the barbecue if you want to. I'm going to say this. Why, and to piggyback of what you said, Q, about the, him getting a boner, why are white men seemingly um, getting, it seems like they're getting turned on. 
Why, when did we become their favorite subject to like obsess over? Ron DeSantis has a total hard on for black people. And woke mm-hmm. is a name for black in the N word. As mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned, it's mm-hmm. where woke goes to die. We don't subscribe to that woke stuff here. Like he kick that out of, keep that out of Florida. The mm-hmm. stuff he's going out of his way to bend over backwards mm-hmm. to like really make it known that we are not welcome here. And I don't like how white people, some have hijacked the word woke and made it a negative. Mm-hmm. Because woke began, I remember Angela Rye really making mm-hmm. that mainstream on CNN, talking about how we, we're, you know, being more aware of the offenses that they're doing, the committing, you know, and now they've hijacked that to make it a negative and make it a, a dirty, ugly word. And it's actually really not. Wouldn't you rather be woke than asleep? Yep. At and blind. Yeah, with your eyes closed. Exactly. But this man, once again, they're, we are becoming their favorite pastime to poke fun to offend and it seemed like they're sitting back and enjoying because they seem like more people have come out the woodwork and mm-hmm. are publicly mm-hmm. showing they're okay with this like they're not yeah, embarrassed they want to be called racist mm-hmm. so black people what are we gonna do we're gonna just complain on the internet for two three days we have to start hitting them in their pockets one more time thing before we go i got it i know we gotta go mississippi is the blackest state in america almost 40 percent black y'all don't have any representation and the things that's happening in Mississippi right now, y'all got to stop it because y'all going to be like they are running it back. They are spinning the block to the 1800s. If you don't believe me, please Google what they do in Mississippi. The blackest state in America. So you're not you got to take advantage. you got to get out there and bond together and you got to get these people out of here because they are turning Mississippi into a plantation. I promise y'all. All right, y'all coming up next. Brooklyn's fraudulent bishop is back in trouble. And later on, we're going to discuss, we're going to be discussing how a game of Ouija led to the hospitalization of students in Columbia. Ooh, I used to mess with them when I was younger. Uh, Yeah, that's the other side. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. If you are enjoying our show in the chat, please give us some thumbs up so we can see the love that you have for us three here. All right, y'all. Brooklyn's controversial Bishop Lamar Whitehead is back in the news for fraudulent activities. According to the New York Post, federal authorities are accusing Whitehead of submitting fabricated bank records in order to get the mortgage for his New Jersey property. New York Daily News notes that Whitehead is accused of making it appear as if his LLC had over $2 million when, in fact, during that period, his business had an average ending balance of less than $10. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that would explain the fake Gucci suits. Uh, What are your thoughts on this fraud? Once again, making a fool of himself. And he, why does he insist on wearing never before seen Gucci? Uh, Q, what do you think about this guy? You know, it's it's really sad. And those who follow me over the years know that I am not the biggest advocate or the proponent of the church. Right. But this is just really bad that this street, the criminal con artist chose to latch himself on to the look at him. He looked like a damn fraud. There's nothing virtuous looking about this man. I just hate that he latched on to the church. Uh, for, for, for his criminal enterprise. And, and and that's all right, because the FBI is about to take care of his ass in the name of Jesus, the Holy Ghost, Mary Magdalene, and the 12 disciples. He's about to go to jail, not to let go. They're about to repossess his house. Um, government people don't bother repossessing no. <laughs> and you're not going to be able to recover any money selling those. The jewelry's probably fake too. But please do let me know when the auction is for the Bentleys and the Rolls Royce because I don't have new Bentley money, but I do got auction Bentley money. So <laughs> they hold their value too. So yeah, I'm we gonna fly to New York together for that okay. one. Okay, <laughs> uh, Al, what you think about this? Hey, I mean, like you said, if history. He's any indicator. He has a laundry list of fraud and identity theft and federal authorities showing up at his house, FBI interviewing him, five years in prison. I don't know. This just isn't looking very good for him. But how you say you had two million and you got ten dollars? Like I could <laughs> see like a little bit be like, you know, say you got a hundred thousand, you might say you got two fifty. He manifested. 
Oh. He manifested. And they said, ask the Lord, they shall provide. See, it's not about what he had, it's about what he wanted. And they said, you got to get specific with your prayers. So he said, Lord, I want two million in my bank account. And the two million appeared, Claudia, from the <laughs> Well, uh, K-, K Stein splashing says, the fake LLC has a name anointed. See, and- it was blessed from the start. It was black. Uh, Kevin Wilde says he better get that elbow grease out. What you think? What kind of time is he gonna have in prison? Y'all think? Oh, horrible time. Yeah, <laughs> a horrible time because you you already went number one. So it's like you, you know you're gonna get you're gonna get punished for the old and the new. Then you 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 lying. You were already in trouble for embezzling the the uh, the, the the parishioners retirement funds. You got on the news. You had the audacity to cuss us out like we were crazy. You did a, a press conference from standing on the concrete. You did a press conference. The judge is going to take all of that into consideration. He's arrogant as hell. You know what I'm saying? Judges do not like that arrogance. He's going to show up to court wearing fake Gucci versus wearing a suit off the rack from Sears, looking humble and demure and broke. He's going to do all things wrong. And they're still probably going to go in there with that Jesus got my back defense. And the judge ain't having it. Well, Sam Cook in the comments said, I'm tired of manifesting. I'm a scam like pasture. So he's getting other people on his train, his scamming train. Listen, uh, I ain't trying to condone. <laughs> they taking the tax credits left and right. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't want us to strip. Y'all don't want us to do only fans. Judging because of that, these everything going up except the wages. Okay, y'all don't want to tip when people work in the service industry. I mean, you you complain about people being on welfare and public assistance. I mean, at this point, it ain't nothing left to do but damn scam. Y'all dry, took all the PPP money. Ain't no PPP money left. I mean. Al, I know you're, you're the one that goes to church the most out of three of us. How do you feel about this? Yeah. You know, I just hate the fact that the black church as a whole has to, you know, experience this because of this bad pastor. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think in my mind, I separate him from church and the person. So I, I don't expect anything more from him, to be honest. It's amazing he has people, people like that go to that church. But then again, my grandpa used to try to try the same thing. And he's a he was a scammer. Rest in peace, Tom Jordan. Well, see, he, look, when you still listen, I when you steal from the when you in the church and you steal, you supposed to steal from the church, not from the banks and the government. You supposed <laughs> to take, dip your hand in the collection plate a little bit and get a little bit, or you supposed to hunch the church treasurer and break her off a little bit and take some out the building fund. You ain't supposed to steal from the government. The, the, the parishioners be old, senile, feeble, and dumb. They can't read a, a profit and loss statement. You supposed to steal from the church. Okay, Thank not you. from the bank. How Cute. big is this church? It doesn't look big. It was a storefront. It didn't look like it had that many members. Not <laughs> like bodega size. Yeah. Thank you, Q, for always giving us the uh, cheat codes to scamming and stealing. Yes. Right. Yes. Do a better job of being a criminal. Yes. <laughs> I know we have an update on the story regarding the four Americans who were kidnapped in Mexico that left two dead and one injured. It's now been reported that a Mexican drug cartel handed over five of their members who were allegedly responsible for the kidnapping, along with an apology letter. The letter reads, we have decided to turn over those who were directly involved and responsible in the events, who at all times acted under their own decision making and lack of discipline. Okay, they basically gave an apology in a letter and turned over the guys. Al, what do you think about this? This is insane. When did cartels start having publicists and issue statements? <laughs> you know, it's sophisticated, man. You know what, Claudia? The really sad part here is as they start to dig deeper, they found out that Woodard actually has a, a has a criminal history. Five times he was, you know, convicted of drug crimes. That was one of the men that were killed. And one of those drug crimes that he was connect, com, was convicted on was manufacturing banned narcotics narcotics with the intent to distribute. Now, we know that Williams, the one that did survive, he too was convicted for manufacturing and the distribution of cocaine. And Brown, the other one who was uh, killed, was also has a criminal drug, criminal history where he was arrested two times for possession of drugs. So, hey,
hey, I really feel like we had our finger on the pulse on this one. Something else is going on a little bit deeper than they're telling. And it's funny how the cartel is trying to make it right by offering up five people. Real quick, Q, before you go, mm -hmm. can we see the picture real one time? I have to make a comment about this. The picture of the the folks. Okay. When white people commit the most heinous crimes, right? They don't be getting them rough pictures like that. They don't find pictures like this. When it's us, you put the camera back on us now. Like it'd it be the a mass killer, serial rapist. And the, they'd be like. It doesn't fit America's narrative. They, right. be, they look so harmless when you look at them like, wow, Jeffrey Dahmer, even with him, they never really put a really bad picture yeah. out there. And, and child molesters. And I, I take note of that because I think nothing in media is by accident. No, I don't know. Nothing is by accident. It's all by design. Yeah. They are guilty. Or those pitches already look like real. I mean, and they may yeah. be. It doesn't, fit, it doesn't fit America's narrative. What do you think about this case, Q? Well, you know what? I'm less concerned about the people in their criminal record. Negroes been selling drugs since the Frank Lucas days. Let me tell you something, though. If times ever get bad, bitch, and I got to be a part of a cartel, and I got to go smuggle stuff, I want to be a part of this cartel because they classy-based, okay? <laughs> they have honor amongst thieves. They said they turned them people over because they don't believe in killing the innocent. See, I'm all for that. Shoot up the place if the place needs to be shot up. But don't shoot up the innocent. And I love the fact that they said, listen, we're trying to be a classy cartel. We don't <laughs> want no extra heat on us because we know we over here doing stuff. And y'all don't make the block hot. So we got to get rid of y'all. Here y'all go. So whichever cartel that is, if y'all looking for a South Florida distribution person to um, oh, help with the logistics. <laughs> you always are soliciting. You know, I, I love that the, the cartel is getting credit for having some honor. Now, this is the same people that I've seen videos of where they have put a, a chainsaw through the chest of a woman because- you That know, was a know. different one, though. That's not this oh. one. That was a different one. Okay. Melissa well, James says, since when does the cartel put out press releases? Yeah, this is kind of crazy. Right, right. I, I think the lesson we're getting lately, black people stay out of Mexico. For a little while. Just, well, mean, you know, especially since the Department of Home Security Secretary said, listen, we're coming to meet with you guys in Mexico because we need to take strong actions and attacks against the cartels. I don't think we should be playing in, in Mexico anytime soon. I hate that Donald Trump was a little bit right. Build a wall. Oh, okay. Move on. A woman. Yeah. Oh, wait. Do we have to go to commercial? I'm not sure. No. Uh, okay. A woman in Utah is on arrest in connection to a fire that broke out at her apartment complex. Crystal Nicole Moss was trying to burn away negative energy when she ignited a tree of life in a cauldron near her bedroom closet with a Bic lighter. Moss allegedly poured a bottle of alcohol onto the tree to speed up the process since it was difficult to ignite. The fire lasted about 45 minutes and caused approximately $750,000 in damages to eight of the 12 apartments. Funky, take it away. She innocent. She innocent. What? She innocent. Let me tell you something. I'm, I'm, I'm an intentions person, all right? I'm an intentions person. Praise the Lord, nobody was hurt, all right? Nobody was hurt. The report don't speak of no loss of life. It was a accident and i'm going to tell you something but sometimes what you think is an accident might not be an accident because she said her intentions was to burn the negative energy in. Okay? so she probably had a whole bunch of nosy negative nancy ass parents <laughs> and the, the lord and the universe had bigger intentions for the fire you know i don't know real talk i don't know what the real remedy should be but I definitely don't think people should sit in prison for years for accidents where there was no loss of life. I agree. I mean, they ruin a lot of mm. property, but should they get more time than a rapist or a murderer? Al, what do you think? Um, I don't know about this, Q. I don't think she's innocent. First of all, this happened in her bedroom closet. Now, she's going to burn away her demons in her bedroom closet. When it, it was a walk-in. It was a walk-in. That building don't look like they got walk-in closets, but okay, it's a walk-in closet. But on top of that, when she couldn't get it lit good enough, she's going to throw a bottle of alcohol on a cube. Oh, when did we all think to throw a bottle of alcohol on a burning tree of life? And lastly, she said it got so smoky in her apartment that she went to walk the dog. Okay, this is definitely not adding up now. So now you went to walk the dog.
why your apartment was burning down because it got too smoky. Is this mental health or is this drugs? I, I think she's not evil. And I don't think that I'm not going to give her the mental health excuse. I think she's just stupid. <laughs> I think she's right. just an, and you I think should, she's an idiot. Stupid should not be a crime. Didn't it say the no. Lord? The Lord take care of babies and fools. Like she should, <laughs> she should listen. But think listen. of all the lives that were possibly could have listen. been harmed, Q, listen. or or listen. that they're they're displaced and don't and, have anywhere to live. And the Lord take care of babies and fools. If Portia Williams could think the Underground Railroad was a whole dog on track <laughs> and it was two hundred sixty five days in a year, and she lucked up on this rich man by the grace of God, then the grace of God can keep this out of jail. The Lord take care of babies and fools okay and this lady was a fool when i was little me and my brother used to light fires all the time playing around and i and we're just lucky that we didn't light our building on fire i'd hate to go to prison for just being stupid and dumb i think she's an idiot yeah, I, I do too. I mean, her credit should be ruined. They should put the whole building on credit. <laughs> put a lien on her whole life. They should, they should put the whole building on her and evict her. She should get an eviction and a judgment. What is it? Almost a million dollars, right? $750,000. The colorblind artist says she was late in them rent checks. Maybe caused right. her purpose. All right, Maybe. y'all. Coming up next, a game of Ouija led to the hospitalization of 28-year-old students in Columbia. And later on, Kirk Franklin is urging parents to bring back old school birth names because he's tired of these crazy names y'all coming up with. We'll see y'all after the break. Welcome back to TGIF. We see out in the chat, and just to show y'all that I see out in the chat, they pointed out that I did not ask at the top of the show what y'all drinking? I'm sorry, because my head is in the clouds. I don't feel good. I, was, I wasn't I was thinking. Q, are you drinking anything tonight? No. After last week's show, they told me I couldn't handle no more apple vodka. <laughs> <laughs> this week, did, uh, did, today, I was back to trying to unlock my better self. Um, keep on trying, huh? Mm-hmm. Al? Uh, T. Nothing's oh, in yeah. it either. Got to get that throat together, right? Right. Yeah, I feel you. All right, y'all, listen, I'm all about the whole good credit game, especially recently buying a new house. And uh, listen, charging higher interest is how banks make more money off of us. And they try to take a lot more money if your hard-earned money, I'm sorry, try to take a lot of your hard-earned money if your credit score is just okay, but not great. Now, ScoreMaster, the new science in accelerating credit scores, puts you in control of your money, not the bank. Say your credit is 650 and you're borrowing $500,000 to refinance your home. Starting at ScoreMaster could save you over 75 grand in interest over the life of your loan or more. Now that $75,000 is your money, not the bank's. Now that's the genius behind ScoreMaster, the three-week rule, especially now with soaring interest rates, they're about six, 7%. It only takes about a minute to get started and you can add 30 to 100 points in about three weeks depending on your credit file. So before you apply for any loan, auto lease, or credit, start at ScoreMaster. Go ahead and visit scoremaster.com slash T, that's T-E-A, to try ScoreMaster for free. That's right, free. Visit scoremaster.com slash T, scoremaster.com slash T. I am a customer. That They did send me that. I do have that, and I have been using it, and I've kept on top, stayed on top of my credit, and now my credit is super good. Promotional consideration is furnished by ScoreMaster. Thank you very much. All right, y'all, let's get back to the topics. Have y'all ever been into, like, I don't like to call them demonic games, but games like Ouija boards or Candyman, have y'all ever dabbled in that? Mm-mm. We had, my parents used to take us to garage sales, and somehow we ended up with one, and uh, my stepmother threw it in the garbage. So we never got a chance to play with it, but I do remember that as a kid, but no. Al? Yeah, no, nah, I'm, you know, playing with the devil. Mm-mm, and, uh, mm-mm, mm-mm. Of course I did. Uh, <laughs> Makes up. sense. But I didn't think it was, they said they contact spirits. It's not, there are good spirits and bad spirits that come through the board. And I, I definitely had some amazing, weird experiences. I'll tell you about that off camera. Cause to this day, I'm like, how the hell did this little thing know? Uh, one time a guy in a wheelchair tried to communicate with me using a Ouija board. He was a gangbanger that got shot. Anyways, that's a whole other story. Anyways, according to the story, nearly 30 um, schoolgirls in Columbia wanted all the smoke. 28 schoolgirls were hospitalized with anxiety attacks after allegedly playing with Ouija boards at school. Now, according to various reports, the girls suffered from fainting, 
anxiety, and other symptoms after playing the board game, and they were admitted to a hospital accompanied by parents and school facility, faculty. Uh, info on their diagnosis has not been released. Any advice that y'all want to give to these students? QSU smiling, what you think? No, you know, I, 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 I don't know about advice, but it's just funny because I just took a moment to look at my phone and I remember when my stepmother threw the Ouija board away that we had commandeered from the garage sale in a bundle of games. They're produced by toy manufacturers. I'm looking at it right now and they, they, they have it on Amazon for $21.95. So let's just use our scientific brains right here, right? Just, just for a little bit. I mean, do we as, as rational, logical adults believe that a board game fabricated by a toy manufacturer really has the ability to conjure spirits and this stuff or whatever. I honestly think if you believe that you're stupid. Oh, now, you call it stupid. And the question I would like to ask is, did they have the Ouija board game from off of Amazon per se, or was it like the ancient one from the Wu lady that's dated from the Salem witch trials? Then we can have a conversation. But if it's the thing that came in the box from Walmart, then eh, so I, I okay. So I told you I used them before, and it was a board game from whoever manufactured the game, right? And I was, of course, with my little young white friends, and her name was Becky. Okay, her name was Becky, and me and her and her little sister were all in the basement. It was all it was. Holy. And you spoke to a guy in a wheelchair that used to serve it all. That's another day. Uh, <laughs> so we, we we all put our hands on the Ouija board and we ask it questions and it it would start moving like and I'm like, are you moving it? And she's like, no, are you moving it? And it would spell things. We would ask it questions, and it did move. One time I was playing the game. You got I got addicted to it. I'm not gonna lie. I, I left it alone. My phone rang downstairs. My mom said, Claudia, you get a phone call. I go, wait, wait. I want to test it to see if it's real. I said, who's on the phone call board? And it spelled out Sterling. And when I got on the phone, it was a guy named Sterling that I went to nursery school with when I was five. So it freaked me out. We ended up throwing it away or it got missing. It disappeared. No, I think it disappeared. But it did work, y'all. It worked. I'll mess with it now, but it did work when I was young. I, I'm honest. And it's funny because I, 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 you've never lied in our friendship. So I'm going to take your story for face value. It works. But I just don't believe it. Like... So when I come to Miami, do you want to try it? <laughs> Just in case. We're going to ask it if Q is going to ever really, truly unlock his better self and find it. That Ouija don't know me. Right. That Ouija don't know me. <laughs> okay. Hey, y'all, uh, coming up next, Kirk Franklin is fighting to bring back real birth names. He got some smoke for y'all. Apostrophe names, okay? And later, we're talking about how a female who slept with a 13-year-old is avoiding jail time. Keep it locked. Welcome back to TGIF. Al and Q, they are going in on the chat about the Ouija board. <laughs> like, I like Claudia, but it's a no. <laughs> Claudia, Sly Fox, Claudia, hop on live app and tell some more Ouija stories. You better leave that, Pebbles, you better leave that Ouija board alone. Low energy spirits are usually drawn into the board and they like to scare and do prankster type activity. Uh, yeah, they're, they're going in. Okay. You know, it's loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't no Caucasians in the chat right now because they would be saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Shout out to my girl, Becky and Sherilyn. That's who it was. All right, y'all. Uh, Kurt Franklin recently urged parents on Instagram to bring back real names when choosing one for their kids. Take a look. We need to go back to real names. The baby should have been named Betty. Phyllis. Geraldine. Ruby. <laughs> now Kirk's rant stemmed from his daughter naming his new grandchild Levi. Do you agree with Kirk? Al, what do you think? What do you think about that name, Levi? <laughs> Is it only me uh, or do we all really just love Kirk Franklin? We should invite him to be a guest on this show. Um, I'm just always, I've always admired his staying power in the entertainment industry. And, and, and I chuckle because he's always above board except for that last incident with his son. Um, I think, you know, 
I haven't met a young kid called Dolores in forever. I think DJ met a toddler that was called Dolores. But I think, why not? Why not? It would be cool to meet a little little kid walking around here named Henry or Dolores. How do you look at a baby Chantel. and say, how do you look at a baby and go, Dolores or Maud or Kester? <laughs> how do you look at a baby and think that? Or Geraldine. Geraldine. <laughs> and, and it's funny because my, my mother's name is Mildred, right? And I'm just, I'm just not imagining how you hold a little baby Call it Mildred or a newborn, and call it Aretha. Like how? Like how do you? It, it's just such a grown name, Ruby. I wish I would meet somebody who named their damn child Phyllis. Like really, <laughs> for the life of me, Cordelia. And I, I, I could not tell if Kirk was just trolling us or being for real because Kirk tends to be very progressive, particularly with his style of music in the church. And Levi is not like, you know, some crazy, crazy what people would deem ghetto name. I think Levi is actually kind of cute. So I'm hoping he was just trolling us. Now, in the event that he was not trolling us, I'm going to have to give him a preliminary read just in the event that he wasn't trolling us. If you weren't trolling us, Kirk, you need to be less concerned about what other people naming their kids and more concerned about you and your relationship with your son and how he outed your ass all on that damn TV show. So it seems like you have bigger things surrounding kids to be concerned about other than their names. Now, if you wasn't trolling us, then I'm sorry in the name of Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kirk, the views expressed by Funky and not by me. He's been on Out Loud. He is a good interview and lots of fun. Uh, I think he was having that. lots of fun on that live. I think he was just playing around. And Tony I Braxton, so. I believe, I think Tony Braxton's son is named Levi as well. Denim. So, no, Denim and Diesel. Oh, it is? Oh, I it's knew a brand of gene. You can see it's a brand of gene, yeah. Her, her son's Denim and Diesel. My bad. I knew it was a gene. Or, or Diesel. I know, I know. One is named Diesel. <laughs> I'm bad. Um, you talking about denim? The, the names that I mean. What's the worst name y'all have ever heard? You like, damn. Anything come to mind? My first cousin. She my age. Her name Ernestine. <laughs> okay, that's not that's too okay. bad. Let's see. At, at thirty eight, it is. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't. Mm, I don't think so. I knew uh, my my friends in Rhode Island. They their mom named one Anthony and one. At, Tony. So it's kind of like the same thing, like the nicknames. Oh, know? that's cute. Yeah. But that wasn't ghetto. That wasn't like that. No, that, that was right. cute. I'm trying to think of the worst names. All right, y'all. Well, let's move on. Uh, tired ass Donald Trump is releasing a new book of private letters from Oprah Winfrey, Kim Jong-un, and other notable celebrities. But one of the highlights from the book was a letter he received from Oprah after he announced he was thinking about running for president with the Reform Party in, in the year 2000. The letter complimented one of Trump's earlier books and ended with too bad we're not running for office. What a team. Can y'all imagine Oprah being Trump's running mate? Once again, we've said this time and time again, Al and I, we both have been around him many times. Trump today is not Trump from 2000. Yeah. He's not even Trump from 2008. He started switching up then. Um, right. They also said Oprah stopped returning any phone calls once he ran for office. Al, what do you think about this story? What do you think about him releasing these letters and saying that Oprah said that they would have been a good team? Man, that's pretty clever. But, you know, that's one thing that he has been. He, he In 2007, he said he wanted her as a running mate. In 2015, he said he wanted her as a running mate or she would be great as a running mate to win. <clears throat> if one thing in this particular situation is he has been consistent. But if he know, if Oprah know, like we all know, she better not ever send him another card or thank you or anything talking about we'll be a great team. Yeah, he's, he's like a little... Uh... He run his mouth. I'd be mad if I wrote a letter and someone put him in a book without asking me. Q, what you think about this story? You know, I definitely think he is doing this to malign Oprah. And to you guys' point, I even watched, believe it or not, I actually watched old, from the 80s and 90s, Donald Trump interviews. And he actually was very charismatic. And mm -hmm. I actually liked him. And I can also understand why in hip-hop in the early 90s, that everybody referenced him and wanted to be like him because he actually did seem like a relatively decent human being. I can, I can, I can see him and Oprah have having, having a relationship and her being facetious and saying, you know, what about a world if me and you would have been, you know, ran together and that'd be so awesome. Wink, wink. I mean, Oprah's never ex expressed having real political ambition. Um, but 
to now take that with who you've become politically and try to, to, to put Oprah in your thing. I am beyond positive that Oprah Winfrey does not appreciate that. She's somebody who loves her privacy. And I just think it's tacky um, to take that letter and, and, and put it in a book and, and attach Oprah's he has his audacity with all of the secrets that he has that he isn't like. I mean, we got women with dresses with allegedly his sperm samples on it. And you should know that you don't like people putting you on blast. So you are here putting that on blast. I'm sure Oprah won't like that. Uh, Ronnie Joanne says, I loved him on The Apprentice. And Danita Chantel says, he ain't switch as who he's always been. I don't know about that. Because I don't feel like all of us were that naive to have all believed he was one way. And then I, I don't, I, I, I didn't see that back then, Al, you know, I, mm -mm. I liked him back in the yeah. day. I liked him all the way up until he ran for office and he turned on Obama because I was in his office. Me and my friend Kelly were in his office. He had a picture of Sarah Palin photoshopped on a porn star's body with the boobies out. And I said, I know you're not voting for McCain and Palin. He said, I like your guy. I like Obama. He goes, it's just that McCain is my friend. So I'm going to support him. And I was like, okay. I go, but that's ridiculous. And it was black people in his office. Russell um, Simmons had camera crews coming through and like sending young, like, a, uh, you know, interns over there. He was very open to the idea. I, and then when the Tea Party got a hold of him and showed him he could win by pandering to that forgotten part of society, he went full throttle. I think now he lives that. One thing that I would say that is very admirable about Donald Trump is that he knows how to win. You know what I'm saying? It's just the only thing is he has no ethics or morals. So he's willing to win by any means necessary. And I think that he has ushered in this new wave of politics that we're seeing with DeSantis and them going after drag queens and all this stuff. They don't believe 80 percent. But they know that it riles up that, you know, overlooked faction of society and they'll get the vote. They will win by any means necessary. And to be clear, a lot of us were um, ignorant to the fact that he was practicing racist, racist practices with the rentals. I didn't know that. I didn't live in New York. I never heard about that. And I didn't mm -hmm. know what he was doing to the Central Park Five. I wasn't as aware back then. But had I known, we wouldn't have been friends if I had known back then. So, yeah, he was doing it on the slide. We didn't know that. All right. Coming up, a 31-year-old statutory rapist is avoiding jail time. Find out why when we return. Welcome back to TGIF. We see you on the chat. Hey, y'all. A 31-year-old woman from Colorado has avoided jail time despite her admitting to having sex with a 13-year-old boy in becoming pregnant by him. Andrea Serrano took a plea deal to avoid jail time, and the district attorney lowered her original charges. So now the statutory rapist will have custody of the 13-year-old's child. What are your thoughts on this sick, sick story, Al? Let's go to you first. <clears throat> I thought it was a double standard. I think if this was a man that did this to a little girl, that man would be underneath the jail. But you guys remember Mary Kay Letourneau? You mm -hmm. remember her story? Yeah. She slept with the 12-year-old kid, but she was charged in 1997 for second-degree rape of a child. However, when she got out of prison, she ended up marrying him and having three additional kids. I mean, two additional kids with a total of three kids before they divorced after 14 years. So could be something there. These women seeing these thirteen, like thirteen. Q, what do you think about this? What you what you got to say about this? Uh, the men need to jump on the Me Too movement. Where is the public outrage? Like Al said, if this was a a man that did this to a girl, um, you know, it, it, it everything would be, and got a plea deal. This would be plastered over every news station, and there would be protests everywhere then here's the, the, the thing that's confusing for me logistically because part of the plea deal, first of all i think the da that even offer her a plea deal they need to be investigated as well because how do you offer someone a plea deal in a situation like this secondly i read she has to now be on the sex offender list uh -huh. but i'm curious to know how that is going to work with her co-parenting with her baby daddy because her baby daddy is probably 14 at this point it, how is that going 
to work. And then I also read that the 13 year old, he was 13 when they got pregnant, it's probably 14 now. Um, mother, parents are petitioning for full custody of the child. I mean, you know, how how does that that work? Like this whole thing is just a mess. But um, her, I don't know, the, the, the sentence is unfair. You women, adult women that think it's cute because, you know, uh, you feel like you can't, it's it's different because you're a woman. You are absolutely disgusting. Forcing these boys to impregnate you and being even open to having sex with a young boy and getting pregnant by him, manipulating his young mind. You know, they already take forever to get grown and mature, regular men, grown up men already take till 40 <laughs> damn there. You over here messing with a 13 year old's mind and getting pregnant by him. And then like, keeping it. And then keeping it like it's it, it, have enough respect for the go to the chop shop. I mean, uh, this is probably a trans bad transition, but it, it seems like old folks are hating on Cher's relationship with the 37 year old music executive Alexander E. Edwards. The insiders say that Cher's inner circle has grown worried that she's neglecting her friends and throwing away her money. According to reports, Cher has always been careful with her estimated $360 million bank account. But she seems to have thrown caution to the wind because she's seen AG. What do you, you think her friends are hating? Either one of y'all. Al, are they hating? I, de I mean, definitely. I'm not mad at Cher about this. I'm not mad at AE for getting that money from that lady. <laughs> when I read articles like this, it feels like they're planted for some reason because they're like close friends of Cher's. Uh -huh. Well, if you really want to know what we're talking about, close I really want to know what, what his close friends are talking about, not hers. Kim? She got three hundred and fifty plus million dollars. I doubt she's even spent the million dollars on this boy yet. Even if she shows to spend twenty million and leave her with another three twenty, get your paper, <laughs> black man. She good. All right, y'all. Uh, I guess we can call it some form of reparations. Uh, hey, right. oh, yo, that's a good one. Hey. All right, thanks for watching us on on YouTube. We appreciate y'all every single show, and please watch the rerun tomorrow. And please hit the like button. Okay, get our likes up. Stay tuned for tracks and tales, and we will see y'all next week. Y'all be good this weekend. Have a good weekend, so mate. Don't do nothing I wouldn't do. And Al, try to get that throat together. <laughs> Bye, soulmates. Have a good night. <laughs>